Trots Life. Toby McKinnon with you. Mick Guren joins us as he does at 12 o'clock on most Thursdays throughout the year. Mick, mate, uh, happy new year to you. And uh, we thank you once again for your contribution. Uh, thanks, Toby. It's nice to be back on again. Happy New Year to you. And thank you. Very rare occasion, Toby. Usually, when I join you at two o'clock in the afternoon, it's yeah, actually, it's actually eleven o'clock in the morning where I am. I've just arrived on the Gold Coast up here for the Magic Millions for a bit of a look around. So, um, yes, for once you are ahead of me, Toby, on the clock. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next couple of days unfolds and seeing if I can learn anything I can bring back to to both codes and, and my work in both codes. Yeah, I think. Um That'll be the first time someone says I'm ahead of you, Mick, but that's okay. So, <laughs> well, hey, it's your show. I'm only a guest. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but I'm the facilitator and I have experts come on for the expert part of it, and you're one of those fortunate. Now, I do want to talk to you. I've got a question for you, right? A cooter, yep. a cooter and Don't Stop Dreaming come over. Uh, cooter runs in the Casey Classic and Don't Stop Dreaming runs just in a normal ratings race. And then the week after. They run in the Hunter Cup and the Bonanza. Of those four starts, how many will they win between them? Yeah, look, very good question. Um, obviously, it might come down to barrier draws, although the Cooter doesn't have great gate speed. But, yeah, I hate any campaign where something has a, a bubble or a bauble along the way. Anytime there's a little a little thing go wrong, I'm like, so many of these good campaigns don't work that well, and especially when you're trying to do something you've never done before. It's not like Copy Dad who's been to Australia four or five times and has won almost every time he's been there and won almost every time he's, you know, he, he's he's gone to any state. But so, but as much as I was looking forward to having those horses over there, they might just still turn up and do a hell of a job. But yes, there's a lot of vulnerability about that now. In saying that, if you're going to be vulnerable. Maybe this is the time of year to do it. I think a lot of people, I spoke to Luke McCarthy on Monday, have given their horses a break and they will be coming back up. And it's really hard to bring them up to speed and have them honed down for a Hunter Cup because there's still a miracle mile to go and then you know a couple of big slot races. So I definitely think the Hunter Cup is a race which is the first feature, and I'm not being insulting to the Ballarat Cup by saying that, but maybe the first feature after a break for a lot of the absolute best horses, yep. whether that's Leap to Fame, obviously Swayze's not going to be there, but yeah, whether they bring Hot and Treacherous, all, the, all that sort of stuff. So I do think it's a race where there'll be a few vulnerable horses, but yes, I don't like campaigns that have delayed starts to them. They don't often end well, Toby. So my best guess, four races if they start in all four. One's my best guess. Two yeah. would be a good result. Anything above that will be a big bonus, depending on draw. Now, now, you alluded there without knowing it to my second question. A similar four races a month later in New South Wales with Miracle Mile and Chariots of Fire between those two horses, I reckon you might be nearly inclined to go with two wins? Well, I don't know. I think I think Don't Stop Dreaming is going to be up against them. I think Merlin's at least as good as Don't Stop Dreaming at sprinting. I'm not sure he's as good as Stayer. Yeah. So that comes down to barrier draws, and then you, I don't know who's going to turn up out of the other horses. The I don't know where. Sides and yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. The M, all the M is good. I, I don't know where they are, um, uh, and I haven't, you know, I haven't looked into it, and I don't think anybody. Well, well, with him a situation at the moment, while I don't think there's going to be any particularly big draws, I don't know because even if she's outed, the horses can still be trained under a similar regime, but it still still presents some doubt. 
this is no doubt a brilliant stout. People go, okay, well, I wonder if I've got enough staff or, or whatever they may well think. And I'm sure they'll be fine. But you start to think this is a really tricky time to be backing into futures races because you don't know if Leap the Fame's going to come to the Hunter Cup. Um, he's still probably vulnerable over a mile to, bizarrely, a horse like, hi, my name is Jeff, who's not the same class as him, but might yeah. park him out and leave him there. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's a really interesting time because there's a lot of question marks about a lot of horses. Probably Leap to Fame has the least question marks, but you also got to say, well, would you push the button on him for a Hunter Cup, which is 2,700 metres, rather than going a Miracle Mile and then maybe a 2,200, which will race like a sprint trip at Cambridge, which is where I'm sure they'll go for that million-dollar race. So, yeah, an interesting time. Probably the one thing I do know and the one thing I'm sure of than I was recently, and I was pretty darn sure a while ago, I'm absolutely certain Just Believe will go to the Cambridge slot race. Yeah. I, I, reckon, yeah. I, reckon, yeah. I reckon that'll be announced in the next week. That's, that's my belief. I've had no contact with them. I don't know that. But I think once everybody's calmed down and you get through New Year's and you look at 2014, people will start going to themselves, what can I win? Interest rates are going up. I need some coin. And then when you start needing some coin, and I'm not saying everybody needs some coin, but the bottom line is, with interest rates up, everybody's paying sixes and sevens a cents on things. People start thinking pretty quickly, well, all right, how am I going to make some money out of this? Because going to Sweden's fun and going to other places is fun. But going to races you can win ends up being worth a lot more to you. I'll add something, and I'm sure you'd be aware of this, that uh, we just believe in the Tubbs-Sugars combination. Well, uh, three of their team have just left to a different stable. Uh, in Kylie's taken up an opportunity to be a private chain, trainer for Frank Barak. So, and her mum and dad have gone as well. So they've, I think they've changed their dynamic a bit, which which I would say reduces the chances of a Sweden trip even more because uh, with Greg, Greg, you know, is instead of Greg being 20% of that team of five, he's now uh, 33% of a team of three, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would suggest in the next week he'll be signed for Cambridge. He's going to the Cambridge race. I don't know that, but I just suggest he will be because people get through the new year. Everybody has a breath. They catch their breath and they go, right, what are we doing here? And people need some assurity because you start working back and working out what you're going to miss. And I'll be really surprised if Leap to Fame doesn't go. Um, if they want to make him a stallion, well, well over half the good Brubians in Australasia or in New Zealand. So, you know, you, you need a New Zealand kill to have any any cut through. Um, you know, and we saw that with King of Swings. King of Swings had really good books at 10,000, which is incredibly commercial. But Gee, I'd be surprised if more than a handful of those mares are, um, aren't Australian. And the other factor, Pat Driscoll has managed at Yabby Dam Farms to balance the promotion of the sport with being a businessman very well, if that makes sense. And yeah. last, like he owns effectively 30, well, he owns Just Believe and leases him out. So he, he's a 33% stakeholder in the horse, really, and he owns a slot. And I think the balance there, he has promoted the sport in the sense the horse went to Sweden. But I think this year might be more an economical decision. And I've got a slot. Let's put the best horse in Australasia in my slot. Thank you that I own a share in anyway. It all points to it, doesn't it? I wouldn't be surprised if he went for one of his own horses. Oh, another one. And have have a a two-pronged attack. Well, why not Omri Jet? 
because yeah, the thing is, you don't yeah, need you don't point. need you, you don't need to use your own slot for your own horse because he's going to get one. Yeah, Whereas yeah. no one's going to go shopping for Omri Jet by itself, but they'll shop for Just Believe. He's guaranteed to get a slot. There's probably four or four slots left because most of them are taken by horse people who own good horses. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few machinations and rumours around that Bolt for Brilliance has got an issue, so they got a slot. They might need a horse. So I think Just Believe could do a deal where. You know, then Pat can send his own horse, Omri Jet or whatever else he sends. I mean, he could send one of those other ones. Yep, exactly, Crash Dior, exactly. And then he's got a horse and a half on the list. Mm, so, mm. yeah, that's what I'd do. Mick, you make so much sense uh, every week. Oh, but consider, <laughs> consider I've got out of bed at four o'clock this morning, Australian time. <laughs> <laughs> Although, for, most of, for many, of our, many of our trainers and drivers, that's relatively normal. So, now I'm looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds in the next month. I'm looking forward to seeing who turns up. Um, I think when I was speaking to Luke McCarthy and Cam Hart on Monday, I got the feeling that wasn't that they didn't think their horse, that not that they didn't want to go to Victoria. I think they just thought a lot of those Menangle type horses were better Menangle horses, yeah, like Hi, yeah. My Name is Jeff, yeah, yeah. than they are Victoria horses. And Victoria's still really strong. Um, you know, there's a lot of good horses in Victoria. They might not be great horses, but they're good horses. Like Acknow's a good horse, you know. So they're good horses. Well, you need to be on your game to go and beat them, and there might be the chance a Cuda turns up there, and maybe to a lesser degree, leap the fame. All of a sudden, you're thinking if you live in New South Wales, geez, I'm going to need a good horse to go to Victoria in a race. Yeah, um, and you and you are, and it's a very different type of racing to what they do. So talking to both those boys the other day, Luke was saying they had a couple heading to Victoria, but yeah, I think they're pretty aware that they don't have a walk up and you know, aim and shoot type horse who's going to turn up in Victoria like King of Swing did three or four years ago. Yeah, I'm sure Jason Grimson looks at thoroughbred racing and they plan a horse for the Doncaster Mile and it is a Doncaster Mile or it doesn't go in a 2,700-metre race three weeks before the Doncaster Mile, does it? You know what I mean? Like, And I'm sure Jason's looking at things like that. So, hi, my name is Jeff Samila and Swayze's a 2,700-metre horse and that's how he trains them. Yeah, well, Swayze's going to be in the, he's in the paddock. So yeah, I know. Both. Yeah, but you yeah, know, he'll miss mean. both. But I, but I think they'll think of the hot and treacherous who hasn't turned up at the barn yet. Mm. That's by all accounts, he is. And I think they'll leave high. My name is Jeff there. Like he's already a one forty eight point nine horse. Cam told me he'll go one forty eight. You don't need to go much quicker against the market picks to be competitive. And if Leap to Fame can come around you and break one forty eight and beat you, will so be it. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, and also it comes in other factors. You know, it's, it's an incredibly difficult time to travel. So I'll be interested to see what Andy does. Whether Andy wants to start catch a wave in the Hunter Cup. There was a lot of hullabaloo this time last year that he should have been able to start in the Hunter Cup. And there's no one on God's earth can convince me if he had started in the Hunter Cup, he would have won the Miracle Mile. He just wouldn't have. I agree. So the best thing ever happened to catch a wave was missing the, the Hunter Cup. Um, it's interesting to see if he wants to go down that path. I don't think it's. Probably is ideal distance, and therefore you say to yourself, "Would you bother? You know, or would you give them a Casey Classic or whatever mm, it is? Bloody mm. man, I'm not sure. Well, the... And give them a confidence boosting kill. So, as I said, I, th- I think it's a really intriguing time. Whereas on the other side, on the other gate, there's virtually no intrigue. I think everybody thinks that it just believed was the front line, and then a great Southern Star he'll probably win. And I think it's half the reason Muscle Mountain and Oscar Bonavina won't turn up. Muscle Mountain's had a problem, but I just think people are, well, why go over there? And that's reversed many times. You know, for many years, Australians thought, why go to New Zealand? We can't beat X. We'll just believe might be the new X at the yeah, moment, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, 
Andy Gath, we could call him Google Maps the way he can pot a course. So I, I reckon uh, he'll he'll make the right decisions there, Mick. And I'm pretty happy with that. I'm going to call him Google Maps from now on. And anyone listening, if you see Andy tonight or tomorrow, call him Google Maps. Well, I, I, think, I think he's a very, very intelligent <laughs> mental trainer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, he obviously doesn't drive the horses. And the strength he brings is his ability to think where they're best placed. And he's in it. As good a job on that as I've seen from any trainer in Australia in probably 15 years. Yeah, I agree. Google Maps is his new nickname. Mick, thank you so much, mate. Enjoy the Gold Coast. We'll chat again next week. If we'll make it through the next six days, yes, Toby, we will. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Good on you, Mick. There's Mick Aguran, our Kiwi correspondent. Let's get to a break. We'll come back. Simon Jones from South Australia.